the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the Daily Show Prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Hello, everybody. Dennis Prager here. I missed the last two days because I had as mild a case of COVID as a human can probably have. I'm asymptomatic now. Feel fine. I could have broadcast, actually, those the last two days, but I decided to rest. So, like Bill Gates, difference between Bill Gates, who has COVID, mild COVID right now, and, and uh, I, this past weekend, is that uh, he is double-vaxxed and double-boosted, and I am none of that. So what exactly is the difference? Well, I'll let you think about that one for a while. we got the exact same thing, except he took the risk of having the vaccine and two boosters and I took the risk of not having the vaccine and two boosters I think he took the bigger risk he thinks I took the bigger risk that's what adults do they differ but not in America you can't differ you differ with the left and it's called misinformation there is no exception to that Tell me one area where you can differ with the left and you're either not a racist or dealing in misinformation. This, uh, this variation of the COVID is uh, probably going to hit everybody. Stephen Colbert has it. Exhibit symptoms with recurrent consistent symptoms consistent with the recurrence of COVID-19. I'm sure he's vaxxed, and he's had it twice. (laughs) So, we live in the world of the lie, the gigantic lies, because anything repeated often enough is believed. And that includes, of course, anything to do with science, like men give birth. And in Oregon, they're giving out tampons in men's rooms in elementary schools. It's a sick state, truly a sick state. The whole West Coast is sick. (laughs) Anyway, I welcome you to the show. And Sean, whom do I thank for sitting in for me? Mark Bob France and Mark Davis, two of the pros of pros. These are pros of pros. That's what they are. Hey, Sean, did you ever have COVID? 
Why, why is he taking so long? It's a yes or no answer. I, 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 I didn't ask when. <laughs> a long time ago. Before I was popular, Sean preceded everyone. Sean is, is a pioneer. That's how I look at you, Sean. You marched ahead of the crowd and survived. Yes, okay. Anyway, I just wanted to uh, let you know the story here. All these people with uh, double vaccines, double boosters, and there's so here is the great story for those people. This is the way they tell it. Wow, thank God I got the vaccine because I had such a mild case. Okay, so what do I say? Thank God I didn't have the vaccine. I had such a mild case. Okay. You know my position on this matter, and that is, uh, I just thought I needed to, of course I needed to explain why I wasn't here. I rarely, rarely, rarely miss a show in in uh, in all of my broadcast career. I'd like to know how many days I missed because of being sick, excluding COVID. Very rare. I'm blessed with good health. I think it's both congenital. In other words, I'm just unlucky. I also think that I have met a lot of the criteria for a healthier life. And and they include, apparently, this is really something uh, constantly noted, they include having close friends, having a community, having a religion, having a good marriage. I mean, all of those things, apparently... Uh, are huge in a person's health and immune system. Oh, man, I have one of the thickest stacks of articles and subjects to get through. It's very hard to choose what to begin with. People are uh, screaming crackpots screaming in front of Judge Alito's, Justice Alito's house, Justice Kavanaugh's house. I think this is unprecedented. Generally speaking, this is not things that people on the right do. Some have done it, and it's wrong, and I've condemned it every time I've read about it. You don't go to politicians' homes. You don't go to judges' homes. It may be a... a, it may be a violation of the law, except that leading Democrats are actually encouraging people to scream and shout in front of the homes of justices. There is no arrogance like left-wing arrogance. Not only do they think they're right, they know they're right, and therefore, not only are we wrong, but we, we are not worthy of any of the laws, any of the civil and civilized laws of society. To oppose the left is to be so wrong as to be unworthy of speech. The speech that I was scheduled to give and gave for the Chabad of 
La Cañada, California, where they tried to muzzle the opening of the first Jewish institution in the history of that city. It's where NASA's JPL is located, up in the foothills near Pasadena. In the olden times, the people at the Facebook page in La Cañada would have been called anti-Semites for shutting down the event that the rabbi had uh, had actually created by having me speak. That's right. They were now they were allowed no publicity, and as usual, my supporters came through, and Jew and non-Jew showed up in massive numbers. Many of them probably never been to La Cañada before in their lives. It was a beautiful evening. It is a very appropriate that they tried to shut down a speech titled How to Make Moral Leaders. How to Raise Good Kids. They have no interest in raising good kids. They have interest in raising leftist kids, which by definition is morally problematic. I will have a lot to say over the course of the next few days about PolitiFact, an organization that lies like Pravda did. Pravda was called truth. PolitiFact is called fact. PolitiFact is to fact what Pravda was to truth. They use the name and they lie. I wrote a piece. I didn't write a piece. I said in a broadcast that uh, if you find a, a, a noose or racist graffiti on a dormitory door in a college, the odds are that it was done by a black student. And they declared that false. They offered a zero, zero evidence as to its falsehood. I'm thinking of suing them. I don't know if I will. I'm thinking of suing them. And the sheep professor who said I lied, they lied. They, dis- they changed what I said. They said that, well, hate crimes are, are greater I didn't talk about hate crimes. I just talked about one specific thing. So they changed the subject. PolitiFact lies because the Pointer Institute that sponsors it is a left-wing institute. Anything the left takes over is dishonest. Truth is not a left-wing value. If you ever use PolitiFact, you're wasting your time unless you want to know what the left thinks. PolitiFact is a fraud because the, the left does not hold truth to be a, a value. Whether I sue them or not, I will ask lawyers, because the case is so easy to prove that they lied about me in saying that what I said is false, that it might be worth it. These people have to be taken on. They're scum. And uh, they, uh, they started with the wrong guy. We'll be back. Many people own coins that have not performed as well as they'd expected. Some own coins that have done better than they expected. Or maybe you just want to cash out and do something else with the money. Markets change, and to understand the current value of your precious metals portfolio, you should get a new valuation. So I'd like to tell you about my friend, and he is, otherwise I never use that term, Nick Rovich. Came my friend because I so admire his honesty and 
integrity and knowledge of the coin world, of the gold world, the silver world. He's owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion for over 40 years. Nick has built a reputation for trust and honesty, and his goal is to earn your business for life. Nick won't push you to sell, but when you're ready, I believe he offers the best price, trade, and consignment deals compared to anyone. Right now, Nick and the AmFed team are offering their exclusive coin performance review for free. That's right, free, with a no-pressure guarantee from Nick. Call Nick at 800-221-7694. That's 800-221-7694. I'm Dennis Prager. People going to uh, the homes of... Did you watch the video? you got to watch the video. Nancy Pelosi calls the Republicans a cult. Everything they charge others with is what they are. A cult. People who suppress freedom are not the cult. People who believe in freedom of speech, they're the cult. Do you understand? It's, it's truly Orwellian. It is a cult, the left. You watch these kids, they're, they're zombies. They are zombies. But I raised the issue last week, and it is very, very worthy of a lot of consideration. What prompts the passion with regard to abortion? It's... It's really worthy of, of, of talking about. See, if you ask what prompts the passion against abortion, the answer is very simple. People who are opposed to abortion, with the exceptions of saving a mother's life, should that ever actually arise, and rape, incest. Okay, so in general, people oppose abortion because they believe what science tells them that it's a, it's a living human being that's being killed. That's the, you don't have to be religious in the least. In the least. That religious people are, are generally in that camp is merely a credit to religion. Because they take science more seriously. So it's obvious why people are passionate against abortion. Why are pe- people passionate on behalf of it. After all, if the woman wants the child, they're passionate about saving the child's life. So the only thing that matters is the woman's will. The child lives or dies by her will. So there is something about saying to a pregnant woman, yes, only women get pregnant, saying to a pregnant woman, you can't do what you want That drives them out of their minds. The idea that society will say you can't do what you want uh, is, in our secular age, beyond the pale. You can't kill that, you can't extinguish that life. I'm sorry. There are many people who would love to adopt your child. Please consider that. 
But the whole lingo is such a farce. A woman can do what she wants with her own body. It's not her body. It's in her body. Or get your hands off my body. The whole point is we want to get people's hands off your body. None of the rhetoric actually makes sense. Who, who on the right wants anybody's hands on her body? They want people's hands off her body. But it doesn't matter. Making sense is not one of the virtues of the left. It is truly, uh, it is truly interesting, the anger and the passion on, on the issue. The, the crackpot mayor of, of Chicago, there's a competition, really. There's a, there's a tough competition, the biggest crackpot of governors and mayors of the Democratic Party has called for a, a call to arms. But, of course, if a Republican said a call to arms, there would be impeachment proceedings. She wants a call to arms. The This giant, this intellectual moral giant who is the who is the mayor of Chicago. See if I can get the actual quote here. Let's see. I'll find it. But anyway, those were her words. Yes. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot has issued a quote, unquote, call to arms in response to a leaked ruling from the Supreme Court that would overturn Roe v. Wade. Has any Democrat condemned the leak ruling, another unprecedented act to undermine our civilization from the left, implying that the U.S. Supreme Court would come for LGBTQ+. Rights next. To my friends in the LGBTQ plus community, the Supreme Court is coming for us next. How exactly? She doesn't specify. What does LGBTQ have to do with abortion? Well, here's an interesting thought question for your pro-choice people. I've always always asked you, please ask them, is, is there any circumstance under which they would declare an abortion immoral, like ninth month? Or here's another one. Let's say they do find a gay gene, and a parent or parents say, I don't want a gay child, I want an abortion. Would you say that that was moral? Amniocentesis shows that the child will be a girl. They don't want a girl. They, they have an abortion. Is that moral? These are questions to ask, because serious thought is not a virtue of the left. Back in a moment. fight for the unborn is raging in our country. An unprecedented leak from the Supreme Court indicates that Roe v. Wade is on the brink of being overturned. During this critical time, a new movie is about to be released. The award-winning film, The Matter of Life, cuts through the rhetoric and hatred and exposes the real issues surrounding the plight of the unborn. 
The Matter of Life will be in theaters nationwide for two nights only, May 16 and 17. If you care about protecting the unborn, this is a movie you will not want to miss. Go to fathomevents.com to receive your tickets for a theater near you for May 16th or 17th and have your own life transformed as you watch The Matter of Life. That's fathomevents.com, F-A-T-H-O-M, events.com. There's a battle taking place in America. Whether you are pro-choice or pro-life, you should see this film. All of a sudden, I don't like being married to what is known as a new woman. I want a wife, not a competitor. Competitor, competitor. Talk about a bit, this crying in the morning thing, this depression, you know, let's get that fixed. That's what men think, isn't it? What? Unless you've got the answer, unless you can say, oh, I know this bloke in the Essex Road who could fix that, then there's no point bothering. How do you write women so well? I think of a man, and I take away reason and accountability. I love him. I love him. And I don't care what you think. I love him for the for the man he wants to be, and I love him for the man that he almost is. What do people have rows about? Uh, money, sex. Sex, money. He wants, she doesn't want. She wants, he doesn't want. Women have always been a big problem to me, Dr. Fussbend. Are you listening, Doctor? Yes, yes, yes. Go on, go on. Hi, everybody. It's the Male Female Hour on the Dennis Prager Show. The reason it is the Male Female Hour is that it is the second hour of my Wednesday show. But that is not the ultimate reason. The ultimate reason is that it's important to talk about men and women honestly. And I think it's the most honest talk about men and women in the American media. If you know of a more honest or equally honest one, I'd lo- I, I really would love to know about it. I hope there is, actually. I don't intend to have a monopoly on openness in these matters. And as I point out each week, the reason, the reasons for its openness are I'm very comfortable talking about just about anything, even intimate sexual su- subjects. And because I am neither a man fan nor a woman fan. There are wonderful men and wonderful women and awful men and awful women. I am a good person fan, not a man fan or a woman fan. Okay? Okay. Got an interesting topic for you today. Why do so many people marry Let's see, i got to pick the right adjective. Not marry the wrong person. Wrong is not... I want something much more severe than wrong, but less severe than bad. Somewhere between wrong and bad. Why do people marry... Hmm. Unworthy people. 
and sometimes bad people. Why do they do that? I have a lot of theories. I'm sure you have a lot of theories. I'm sure many of you have such experience. So let me offer a few, and then let me hear your take on either what I said or your own take. Both are welcome. One eight Prager seven seven six. No order of importance. One is people often marry the dysfunctional parent that they had unconsciously in an attempt to right that wrong. This is not original to me at all. This is well-known among psychologists, psychotherapists. It's amazing to me that many first marriages work out. I'm not amazed that many first marriages don't work out. I'm amazed that many first marriages do work out. Hey, there you go. There's a uh, there's a glass half full approach, but I'm not doing it to make people feel good or make myself feel good or anybody else. It's simply the truth. There are so many things militating against a a good first marriage. So many mistakes to be made in whom one chooses. So one reason is you are marrying the dysfunctional, often opposite-sex parent, and it's, again, not conscious at all. You will fix what went wrong there. That's one. Number two is, and they may, they may be together in the same relationship, and they may be completely separate, In other words, one may be there, but not the other of these reasons, and that is that people put on a good act while dating. Shakespeare said, all the world's a stage, people are actors, and all the world's a stage. Shakespeare was wise, and if there is acting in general, the greatest acting probably takes place during courtship. It's too bad people can't keep the act up for the rest of their lives. If people acted the way they did when they dated, in most cases, that would be terrific. (laughs) Right? want to be cheerful, want to be attractive, want to to be easygoing, want to be fun. And then the marriage, and they stop dating. I think people should date till they die. That's my belief. I think you should want to win your spouse's love just as you tried to win their love when you wanted them to marry you. I can't believe that that is not more often 
stated, taking your spouse for granted is the death bell of a marriage. Taking anyone for granted is a terrible thing. So, the second reason why people marry a, an unworthy person, even an unsavory person, is that the person put on an act and, and there was no way to predict. A third reason is when people date, they often do not monitor for character. They monitor for fun and sexiness, both of which are desirable, but shall we say insufficient to understate the case. Very easy for the excitement to dwarf sober considerations of decency. You can have everything, but if you don't have character in the other, in your, well, obviously in yourself, but in the other person, you are doomed. One eight Prager seven seven six eight seven seven two four three triple seven six. Those are three starter reasons why people marry people who are harmful, who are, who can uh, who have a. Uh, a troubled character, shall we say. One eight Prager seven seven six. I I am I am always actually a little depressed when I hear about the meanness of some spouses after marriage, after the uh, divorce. I mean, people become uh, evil, sometimes evil, using the children as the battering ram, poisoning them against the other parent because they're so certain that, that they were the victim. There are, a few, there are a few things in life that test people's character. Divorce is one of them. Yeah. That's why I really wonder, the last two years made me really wonder about this. Do we really know people if they're not tested? I will take thine calls when we return. Towels just don't seem to dry you anymore. They feel soft and lotiony in the store, but you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at My Pillow found that out around 2006, and towels changed forever. He found the best towel company right here in the USA. They have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work, and that happens to be true. I use them. 
They are all made with USA cotton, and they come with the MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. Six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regularly $109.99, now $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels, by entering the promo code Prager. Or call 800-761-6302 for these great radio specials. MyPillow.com, promo code Prager. I was only walking through your neighborhood, saw you loud on This is the male-female hour, and I'm Dennis Prager. Male-female hours every Wednesday, second hour. Why do people marry a suboptimal? Mm, suboptimal? No, no, suboptimal is not enough. A person who borders on the character defective. How's that? A character defective person. Now, you might be character defective. But assuming that you were the better party, why did you bury a worse party? Maybe that's a good way to put it. I have three provisional explanations. One, people bury the dysfunctional opposite-sex parent often unconsciously to fix that relation. Two, they... the 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 person with the character defects acted like a wonderful person while dating and fooled you like a lot of moody people act unmoody this is not a character issue it can be but not necessarily people will often act more cheerful while dating than than as soon as the wedding is over dating period is fraught with uh, dishonesty in many cases, not in all by any means. Like how well, it's a good question, I guess for another male-female era, how well did you know the person while dating? And the third is, this is a biggie, you didn't choose based on character. I've always said on a date, watch how the person you're dating treats the waiter or waitress, not how the person treats you. Of course, they'll treat you well. They want you, but they don't want the waiter or waitress. See how people treat people from whom they don't want anything. That's a good one. All right. And now the famous Franco of Garner, as in Garner, Iowa. Hello. (laughs) Hey, Dennis. Uh, Uh, Thanks for taking my call. Um, I don't know if you put a disclaimer at the beginning of the hour, but uh, I guess uh, intense or rewarding intimacy. Oh, yeah. That's right. I said fun and excitement. I should have added that (laughs) to my summary. Yep, exactly. Does that happen yeah, to you? Is that why are you speaking well, from experience? 
Well, I didn't marry her because um, she'd been divorced three times, and that probably should have been an indicator. But, yeah, I was. we were together way longer than over eight years for that reason. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. When, when did your eyes open? Uh, when politically she, she told me that um, uh, your opinions... Uh, what you believe are your are opinions. What what I believe are facts. Uh, I called and talked to Larry Elder once, and he hilariously pointed out that I'm in a mix. I was in a mixed relationship, <laughs> and the politics finally did, did us in. You you spent eight years. Wow. Yes, sir. Who broke up? Uh, I did. She hit me. She hit you before you broke up? Yep. No, yeah, she. Uh, we were having an argument, and she punched me in the ribs. And uh, a week later, she and her kids had a overnight um, trip to a uh, water park. And I um, moved out while they were gone. We were renting her mother's house. Did you ever see the kids again? Uh, I still talk to him. I still talk to her. I'm because of the way I conduct myself. I'm friends with 98 percent of of the women that I've dated. You know what? That it, you just gave me another topic. Uh, when you were talking about the divorce. Yeah. Uh, here's a story for you. My uh, my current girlfriend lives in the cities where my daughter is, and they became friends. And because of that, she has met my talked to my ex-wife who lives out in Denver, they became friends, and my ex-wife invited my girlfriend and I to come out for a vacation. We went out and stayed for eight days. Wow. (laughs) Well, look, I just, I'm happy for the kids that you're still in their life. I'm I'm surprised that the woman who punched you allowed it. Well, that's, they were her kids. She and I didn't have kids together. No, I know that. I know. That's why I'm surprised she allowed it. Yeah. Um, Are you married now? No, sir. We've so been you together kn- for a year and a half, and again, you- I'm in a mixed marriage, and we're apart. She's in the cities, and I'm two hours away. You I mean, don't think it's going anywhere. You mean a mixed marriage politically? Yes, yes, sir. So, how many times do you have to be in a car crash till you change the way you drive? <laughs> I. And I drive for a living, so you think I would learn, but she's a great gal. Great gal. Um, she thinks she's a leftist, but she loves the flag and the Constitution, so she's a liberal. But Yeah, no, liberals are, do- are doable. You can, have, you can have something. All right, you're fun. He gave me a topic, by the way. About staying in touch with exes. Uh, uh, the uh, I'm ambivalent about the issue. You know, ex-girlfriends, ex-boyfriends. I have a I have a belief that the your boyfriend or girlfriend should be exclusively your uh, spouse. It's an interesting, very interesting topic. More coming up. 
Well, hello, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. Great to be with you. Like, uh, let's see, like Bill Gates and Steve Colbert, all vaccinated and boosted. I got a mild case of COVID this past weekend, and they do too. Not quite sure what the advantage of the vaccination and boosters are. Certainly for people under 65, the the data, as reported by the Washington Post two weeks ago, which does not report such things generally, more Americans under 65 have died of suicide in 2020 died of suicide in 2021 than of COVID. I described the lockdown around the world in April 2020 to the jeers of many, the mockery of many. I described it as the greatest mistake in history, greatest world mistake not the greatest evil. I still don't think it was the greatest evil. However, it was evil. There were greater evils, obviously. The damage done uh, to the economies, as if economy has nothing to do with the quality of life of vast numbers of human beings. Only the rich don't give a damn about, oh, it hurt the economy, because it doesn't hurt them. Bill Gates is immune to any any horrors in the economy. You think he cares how much you pay for gas or meat? Of course not. Listen, I don't even care about what I pay for gas or meat, and uh, uh, to say that I'm not in his league is to understate the case. But vast numbers of people, it matters a great deal. It's uh, all Putin, right? You can thank the Greens. You can thank two things for the inflation. The Greens making America no longer energy independent overnight with the election of this despicable man as president. And the printing of gigantic numbers of dollars rendering them less worth anything. I was going to say worthless, but not to be confused with worthless. They're aiming for that. I keep thinking about the abortion hysteria like uh, the mayor of Chicago, who's an insult to the people of Chicago, but are the, are the mayors of Philadelphia or Portland or L.A. or San Francisco any different? No. Where Democrats are elected, bad things happen, and people keep electing them. 
Tough to have much faith in the human race. I don't have much faith in the human race. I've told you my line. I love people, and I have contempt for humanity. It's opposite of the left. It loves humanity and has contempt for people. Call to arms, Chicago mayor urges over the Supreme Court ruling. We will not surrender our rights without a fight, a fight to victory. This moment has to be a call to arms. If this isn't a call to insurrection, what is it? Tweeted Texas scorecard publisher Michael Quinn Sullivan. You'd think she'd be more concerned with her crime-riddled city than she is with gaslighting and inciting, wrote conservative pundit Rita Panahi, while pundit Matt Walsh wrote, Not satisfied with the murders just in her own city, Mayor Lightfoot calls for more violence across the country. Jonathan Turley, who's a liberal, one of the last remaining. The Lightfoot comments only highlight the double standard applied by Democrats over free speech. Whether it is disinformation, quote-unquote, or violent speech, the Democrats have often excluded themselves from such standards. What is insurrectionary language for some is advocacy language for others. The alternative is to fight like hell for free speech for everyone. Correct. Bette Midler says every woman and girl should take a knee during the national anthem. Another major thinker. Hollywood produces major thinkers. Disney Hocus Pocus 2 star Bette Midler is encouraging women and girls to take a knee the next time the Star Spangled Banner is played. Bette Midler recently posted a meme to Twitter calling for every woman and girl to disrespect the national anthem by kneeling. Midler also compared Justice Samuel Alito to Tomas de Torquemada, the Grand Inquisitor during the Spanish Inquisition. I am surprised Bette Midler knows who Torquemada is. The actress even complained that seven of the nine Supreme Court justices are Catholic questioning whether this prevents the high court from being objective and fair. Bette Midler was reacting to last week's unprecedented leak of Supreme Court documents, etc. That's interesting. Rosanna Arquette declared she will take a knee in protest of the national anthem and U.S. flag for the rest of my life. Well... These spoiled ingrates. (laughs) Take a knee during the national anthem. The big Quebec party in the province of Quebec, Bloc Québécois, put forward a motion Tuesday that's yesterday, seeking to eliminate the prayer that kicks off the House of Commons daily proceedings. Bloc MP Marlene Gill said she was astonished the first time she heard the prayer after becoming an MP, Member of Parliament. I could not and still cannot understand why a Parliament would impose, even with the noblest of intentions, not only faith, but its faith on all parliamentarians 
employees of the House, Quebecers and Canadians, she said. The prayer is read just before the House of Commons open up, opens up to the public. By the way, it's been said since 1877. The left has contempt for tradition and history. The new world that they envision. They imagine a new and much better world, which is invariably much worse. The prayer is read just before the House of Commons opens up to the public and before the cameras turn on, after which the proceedings are televised and streamed online. The 32nd prayer is non-denominational, read partly in French and partly in English, and is followed by, quote, a moment of silence for private thought and reflection, unquote, according, according to the House of Commons website. This is how it goes. Ready? This is what this woman finds objectionable. Almighty God, we give thanks for the great blessings which have been bestowed on Canada and its citizens including the gifts of freedom, opportunity, and peace that we enjoy. Whoa! Is that offensive or what? (laughs) To think that such an imposition is allowed in the Quebec House of Commons is mind-boggling. I... I mean, let, let's hear that again. It is just repulsive. Almighty God, we give thanks for the great blessings which have been bestowed on Canada and its citizens, including the gifts of freedom, opportunity, and peace that we enjoy. What bugs them about it? They don't like freedom. That bugs them. I think the words, Almighty God... Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.